0: I wasn't sure if I was gonna include these experiences in the book, but I'm relating my story and what had happened. So whether you choose to believe it or not is completely up to you. Either way, there is no way I can deny that these things were real for me and this really did happen for me. And even though I will only relate Several incidences, there was considerably a lot more, but I can't put them all in one book, it's just too many. But what I want to talk about is amongst the bad things that happened with Cecilia with regards to supernatural things, or as other people like to label it, you know, the weird and the bizarre, there were actually really good things but not not coming from Cecilia. Let me just clarify that. Um, Now, having covered the topic with astraling, with Cecilia, this basically falls into that category at the same time. And I suppose now that I think about it, it's possibly... Cecilia's attempts at scaring me, um, or even trying to kill me. I don't know which, but either way, I guess it doesn't matter now, because she never succeeded. But as I mentioned when I spoke about astraling, Cecilia, when, when I would go sleep at night, Cecilia's common theme for every night, pretty much, was To pull me out of my body. Um, And like I said, when in my other notes, when I would wake up, everything would feel like a dream to me. And then, minutes later, if not later that same day, out of the blue, Cecilia would relate what had happened. So I could not of my memories up to being a dream it had to be astraline and over the years with having spoken with quite a lot more people and doing research it is all very very possible and it has happened to many many people but off the top of my head There's two incidences that are very, very dominating. Um, And this is where I talk about a combination of Astraling, Cecilia trying to hurt me, but God stepping in to save me. And at the same time, little did I actually really know what was going on and what really was at risk. Now, the first one I will relate is, um, I suppose, let me just state it that, yes, it still feels like a memory or a dream. So I will say, I remember that I was speaking to this woman, and uh, next minute I was thrown into this huge pool of water. And I was being held under. And now, in battling to try to get to the surface, I just couldn't because there was something holding me under. And I battled for quite a while, and obviously, you know, we're all so used to our five physical senses. So that part of my brain, you know, kicked in, saying, I'm going to suffocate and drown. So I'm holding my breath at this point but I'm running out of oxygen fast. And what I wasn't aware of at that point was when I was holding my breath in my, what felt like a dream, my body was actually physically holding its breath as well. And I was running out of oxygen. Um, I could still, I could actually tangibly feel that I was about to pass out, that I was gonna black out. and more than likely would have died. I mean, obviously I had no air. And um, the strangest thing happened, which I will never forget. Um, At this point, I have to just say again, my life really does not seem normal. But I'm glad to know there are some people out there like this. But at this point, holding my breath and my body physically holding its breath, running out of oxygen, about to black out. Next minute, I, f- I physically, and I mean physically feel, in the actual memory, in the actual dream, I physically felt it. Um, it felt as if someone had slapped me across my face really hard. But in the, the dream, there was nobody there to that I could see that I'd done it. But as I was slapped across the face really hard, I immediately woke up. And as I woke up, I gasped for air. And I actually did realize there in that moment that I had physically been holding my breath. And in that same moment, my cheek, where I had been slapped across my face, was still stinging it was actually staying pretty badly and when i went to the mirror i had a red mark so i had been slapped across my face to wake up now this was the first dramatic kind of experience of this sort of scenario potentially being drowned in what felt like a dream, what I was told was actually um but what could have actually ended my life. And when I spoke to Cecilia or when bef- let me before I carry on let me just say that she actually brought this up before I said anything. She related everything that had happened. The look on her face was confusing though she... She looked like she was trying to make light of the whole scenario, like it was funny. But you could clearly see she wasn't very impressed at the same time. She wasn't even shy to saying that she was the one there with me, underneath the water. Uh, She was the reason why I landed up in the water. But apparently she did not see who slapped me. She said, I just ended up back in my bed, and she didn't know how. And that part I do genuinely believe, because you could see there was questions running through her mind. Like, how did I escape? I was being trapped underwater, and suddenly I was back in my bed. How? You know? And this is when I began to realize that, hold on, God had obviously stepped in to save me. Now, there's another similar scenario, this one a bit more detailed, I guess you could say. Um, Again, feeling like it was a dream, but being told I was astraling, and again, in reality, I could have died. I remember being on the docks by a lake. This memory is still so clear to me. I think this is one of the, one of the <laughs> main ones that stand out for me so much, because it was so vivid, it was so intense, and uh, I saw this person walking on another part of the docks, and it was the strangest thing. I didn't, I was just watching them, and they went to the edge of the docks. And they were about to jump into the water. And as they jumped into the water. As they landed in the water. My body and their body switched places. I was standing on the very furthest end of the docks. Nowhere near jumping in the water. But as this person landed up in the water. Our bodies switched places. And I was the one that landed up in water. And again... I was being held under, but this time the water was far deeper. This time the water was so dark, you couldn't even see your hands in front of you. I could hear, I could actually hear the water around me because I was trying to swim up. So I could hear the movement from the water, I could hear the bubbles basically coming out of my mouth because I'm running out of air. I was suffocating and I was suffocating fast. And I was trying to hold my breath, but because of such a fast dramatic switch of bodies, I didn't have time to actually take a breath. My only explanation for running out of breath so fast, but I just I still remember the bubbles, the sound of the bubbles, the sound of the movement of the water, and me ultimately freaking out. I could not see anything around me. And I was not just being held down, but I was being pulled down at the same time. Whatever was holding me down was trying to drag me to the the deepest part of the lake or the ocean. Um, I suppose, well, it doesn't matter actually what it was, but it wasn't just a swimming pool this time around. It was much deeper. And I kept trying to swim up hopelessly, and as I'm running out of air, yet again about to black out. Uh, Before I even carry on, let me say at this point, the way in which I was being held and pushed down or pulled down, my body was also somewhat paralyzed. I could move my arms to try and swim upwards, but I could not for the life of me even turn my neck. Um to look around me, I remember that, Um, it was very strange to not be able to look over your shoulder and, you know, see anything, Um, I could barely move my head, so I'm assuming maybe that's where I was being held, you know, to be pushed or pulled down, however you want to word it, but as I'm fighting to swim upwards, as I'm fighting and gasping for air and about to black out, next minute I see this indescribably bright light, shining from behind me. Now, obviously because I can't turn my neck, I can't see where this light is coming from, but I see it in front of me, where it's coming from behind me. So I try to turn my neck, because now I have a source of light. I can, well, for one, I mean, I want to know what this is, and two, I can actually start to see what's around me but I couldn't turn my neck still, but there was this indescribably bright light and next minute, (laughs) it was so dramatic. Um, I felt something grab me by my shoulder and pull me so fast, so abruptly. Basically, you could say so rudely abruptly. It was so forceful and so fast. And this hand pulled me out of the water. But as I came out of the water, I woke up. Again, as I woke up, I was gasping for air. Again, realizing I was physically holding my breath again. Again, I could feel that something had affected me physically. I could feel the pressure from the hand that was, that had grabbed me by my shoulder, very, very, very adamantly, very dominantly on my shoulder. And again, I went to the mirror to check and I could see a hand mark. You can only imagine what was going through my mind. This was becoming far too real. Something or someone was trying to kill me. And almost having been killed but yet again God stepping in to rescue me in very, very dramatic ways with very, very visible evidence. I had even taken photographs of the, the hand mark on my shoulder and the mark on my cheek. From the previous scenario that I had related. I actually started taking photos quite frequently. Because this became a very frequent. uh, Not just scenario, but a frequent thing that kept happening. I mean, once I would realized. You know, being drowned was. A far too common thing to experience on an almost nightly basis. By that point. So I somehow managed to get myself to realize that if I ended up in water, I must tell myself you can breathe because it feels like a dream. You're technically you're astraling, but physically you're not in water, so you can still breathe. And I actually did manage to breathe. So then once that started happening, once I started to learn to know that I could breathe, the scenarios started changing to other things that were also life-threatening. But after the last scenario I've just related now, again, Cecilia mentioned it to me without me having brought it up. And again, she had this confused look on her face. She didn't know how I ended up waking up. She didn't know how I ended up Uh, back in my bed, she said to me that she was with me underneath the water, and it was actually her that had been walking on the docks. So technically, I had switched places with her. I don't know how these things are done, but I mean, from the things that she had told me, and the things that I know that happens in Satanism and the occult, well, (laughs) something happened to make us switch places, put it that way, and because she actually said to me, you took my place. And, but she was willingly and willfully jumping in the water. And then I switched places with her, and then I was forcibly being held down. So, yeah, um, at this point, I mean, back then I didn't realize that she was trying to kill me, obviously. Because I didn't know. But now looking back. If she really did astral, if she she really did pull me out of my body, if these memories and these dreams are not just memories and dreams, but they actually really did happen, then she was actually trying to kill me. But she failed horribly because every single time God saved me. And I'm still here today. And... I can definitely say that despite any of her attempts in any angle to destroy me in whatever way and in every way, she didn't manage to and I know it's all because of God.